1: Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without autopay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And a big day for the Eagles, a big day for the entire NFL. This is the this really is the biggest time for the thirty-two NFL general managers. I mean they do all that work all year, really, for March with free agency and April for the draft. And with the legal tampering period opening up in four hours and four minutes, big doings, big decisions for Howie Roseman, and for that we turn to someone who's covered Howie throughout his career, of course, uh, also a host of the uh, WIP Eagles pregame show, NBC Sports Philadelphia, and more, Mr. Ruben Frank. How you doing, Ruben? Hey guys, hey, it's a big one, Ruben, really big one. So, Ruben, let's start with this: What is, other than Jalen Hurts, what is, in your opinion, the main thing? that Howie Roseman needs to nail in free agency? Well, I mean, it's not a
0: normal year. And, uh, you know, if he can keep one of the big three guys, being Bradbury, CJ, GJ, and Hargrave, uh, that would be incredible. I just don't know if he can do it. I mean, you're not going to keep more than one. You have a chance to keep one. And you have a chance to lose all three. So, uh, you know, the the big thing in free agency is going to be relying on the young guys and drafting well because yeah. you're not going to be going out and signing guys. You you just can't do it. Ruben, do you
1: have a gut feeling of which of the three is the most likely to be kept?
0: You know, I really don't. You know, I, I would say probably Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I think he's a real priority for them. And safeties, just by the nature of the position, don't make as much as interior pass rushers, interior linemen, and, and cornerbacks. So, I think, you know, from just a common sense standpoint, you could probably get Chauncey Garner Johnson for a few million cheaper than Bradbury and, you know, maybe seven or eight million a year cheaper than uh, Javon Hargrave. So just from that standpoint, he's probably the likeliest to come back. And he's a really good player. And, uh, you know, Sirianni loves him, loves his energy and his spirit and his playmaking. So I would say Chauncey is the most likely, but he's also, out of those three, probably the most predictable uh, unpredictable and a guy that at 1201 could end up signing a 3-year, $35 million deal with the Seahawks or something. So, uh it's it's so hard to predict, but I would say Chauncey.
3: Why do you believe that uh, Darius Slay will return as an Eagle this year?
0: Cuz he wants to be here and they want him here, and usually when those two things are in play, it, it, they they find common ground. Um, look, his, I mean, his agent, this is his agent who we all know uh, loves to play games and, you know, they can't trade him because they, they can't, I mean, the, the dead money is going to kill him. So uh, they want to lower that, you know, they want to lower that seventh that $26 million cap hit and that $17 million base salary. And he wants, he wants to have some security. And so I, I think they'll, they'll find common ground. I mean, we've seen these things happen year after year and. The agents screaming this, and but I mean, obviously Slay wants to be here. I mean he, he, was, he was exiled in Detroit for so long on losing teams, uh, he doesn't want to go through that again, and they want him here. He's still a good player, even though he, he dropped off late in the year or the second half of the year, so you know just everything points to him coming back and, and them figuring out a way to do this.
3: How do the Eagles rank in the NFL in dead cap money for 2023?
0: I think you, yeah, you know the answer to that. They, well, they have 54 million. It's <laughs> the worst. It's, it's the most dead cap money, and you know. But I mean, you, you got to a Super Bowl because of that, because of you know. They, I mean, I wrote about that in my observations. These dummy years, you know, they they spread out bonus money, uh, but they also you know come back and, and bite you a little bit. But he's worked around that before, and he'll do it again. Uh, and and the thing about Howie, this is what Howie's always been good at. It's like the personnel stuff he's gotten better at, but the cat management stuff he's always been a wizard at that. So now you look, you got to do both to be a, a successful GM. Uh, and the, the, you know the second part of it has taken a while, but he's really at a point where he's a terrific personnel guy now. Uh, but yeah, the cat management stuff I don't worry about Howie. He'll find a way. He'll work around it. Now they don't have a lot of guys they can redo that's that's an issue you know there's not a lot of guys they did jake Kelly. they could probably do lane johnson again and get some room but you know you see some of these teams just kind of carving out cap space they Mm -hmm. they're they're really you know this is real like this is like everything we've been saying you know, this is, this is happening, they can't go out and sign a bunch of free agents and they can't keep their own guys. This defense is going to look really, really different next year.
3: We're leaning so heavily into this idea that we draft a cornerback at number 10, you know, that, that we go the the cheap route by bringing in college kids. How have the Eagles done at drafting DBs over the last 20 years, Rube?
0: <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting good at this radio stuff. Um,
3: <laughs> Did he read an article?
0: I think you read. Yeah, so so the last the last uh, Pro Bowl defensive back that they that they drafted well, other than Jordan Poyer from, you know, who who made a Pro Bowl this year with the Bills, who they drafted in the seventh round in 2013, the last Pro Bowl defensive back they drafted that made a Pro Bowl as an Eagle was it's been 20 years, 21 years since Michael Lewis and Lido wow, in that geez. 2002 draft and Sheldon Brown in the same draft who should have been a Pro Bowler a couple of years so. Um, They've drafted 33 defensive backs since then, and none of them. And look, probably the best one out of the group. She was the best. Maybe, you know, Jalen Mills or, you know, Nate Allen. I mean, that's what we're looking at here. So um, it's one position that's kind of eluded them. And they've had good luck patching with with veterans like Rodney and Malcolm and Asante. Obviously, it was before Howie was GM. But they've, you know, and I mean, obviously, Slay and Bradbury. Um so they've done well with free agents, but that's kind of it's not the ideal way to go about it. And you know, you'd like to you'd like to be able to draft at that position and they've had some misses. Now a lot of those thirty three are late around guys, yeah, but yeah, you know, they they really had some big misses, you know, Sidney Jones obviously Rasul didn't work out Rasul's had a nice career. Green Bay, but um yeah, it's uh it's a problem. But you can't you know, you you can't stick to that. You still gotta try.
1: Ruben Frank with us. You're listening to 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast from the Tasty Cake studio. Rube, let's talk about T.J. Edwards and the Eagles linebackers through the years. We all know the deal. They have not prioritized it. We just know it. Do you think, Ruben, they will have a philosophical change and actually pay T.J. Edwards, or is it the same old, same old bye-bye to a player once he's ready to actually earn real bucks at that position?
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'd say they haven't prioritized it. I mean, they've drafted guys high. They just haven't been very good. You know, you go back to like. But they
1: don't pay people. Other than Bradham getting paid after 2017. They just, I mean, that's how you get Singleton and Nate Gary and just a bunch of skinny guys that look like me. Like, you like you got to have someone like – no, no. I'll tell you what, Matt McCoy looked I, – I stood no, next to Matt McCoy. That did. guy wasn't that much bigger than me. Ruben, I want to see McCoy them – Matt McCoy
0: probably didn't work out too well. No, uh, I, I want to
1: see them pay this guy and say, look, if we're going to run a 3-4 defense, how about we actually pay a linebacker? Yeah, but I,
0: I would counter that with saying they haven't really had the guys worth paying, and that's been the problem. Uh, you know, it's to me it's been – and, you know, in 17, I mean, Michael Kendricks was a second-round pick, and, you know, he – he had a nice career here and was he was a key guy on that Super Bowl team. I think he should have played more, actually, but I liked him better than they did. But, um, you know, they've, they've had guys um, who really aren't worth paying. Now, I think TJ is. I think TJ is a really solid player, and, and uh, he's not going to break the bank, I don't think. Uh, it's hard to tell what his value on open market will be. Uh, but, yeah, I, to me, he would be, out of all the guys that I think they could sign uh, fairly seamlessly, he'd be at the top of that list. Like, the other than those big three guys are going to break the bank. So, yeah, I think that'll be uh, – look, you can't – you don't have any other linebackers. I mean, Kazir White's right. not coming back, I wouldn't think. Um, you know, they like N'Kobe. I, I think N'Kobe's going to be pretty good, but you don't have anybody else. So, you're going to have to find somebody. Rube, and... What
1: what What about Miles Sanders? Can the market out there be small enough for him that he actually comes back, or do you think he's gone?
0: I think he's gone, and I do think the market will be modest for Miles. Uh, But I I feel like they've moved on. I I feel like the way the postseason went, Mm -hmm. I mean, they just seem to be, you know, they seem to be enamored of Kenny Gainwell, and I understand that. He's a good player, and he was the more productive back. He just was, and Miles had a great year. But, you know, Miles averaged 3.9 yards per carry over the last seven games, including the postseason. And I don't know if you want to give seven million bucks to, you know, a running back who averaged under four yards to carry down the stretch and in the postseason, and was really a non-factor in the Super Bowl. And I don't know exactly you why said that
3: happened. Three point nine, yeah. three point nine yeah. yards. I, I, yeah. I would bet that three point six of those were before contact. He, you know, the blocking was good.
0: Yeah. He just wasn't. Yeah. So I think there's look, he had a really nice year. I mean, I think he really grew as a player and became a tougher inside runner, more disciplined runner. But
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I mean, with all due respect, you can find running backs. You guys know that. I mean,
3: yeah.
0: Belichick did it for twenty years, where he would draft a guy next six round, give him three hundred carries, you know, wear him out, and then go to the next guy, and win a bunch of Super Bowls doing it. So I don't think the running game is going to be a huge forward. Uh, so, you know, you have Gainwell. You have Trey Sermon, who I think they really like. He was a third-round pick just last year, two years ago, the 49ers. I like Trey and Sermon. I like Trey Sermon. And I wondered
3: where he was all season long, aside from the two carries he got. So you yeah, think two, he's going to factor in carries, more next year? Yeah.
0: I think that was the whole idea was to get him in here, keep him on the roster so nobody could – could, just knowing all along you weren't going to have miles next year i think it was the long range wow. plan was he was going to be part of the solution uh to running back in 2023 so they kind of redshirted him wow. and what he had like 22 yards on those two carries they're like all right that's enough let's just put him back, in he's, a ball. back.
3: He's, he's a, a good, good back he's a good back but everyone just automatically dismissed him because he didn't get the opportunity yeah he didn't get much hey. that's a really fascinating theory by ruben
1: ruben when do you think we hear about a jalen hurts contract
0: I think it'll I don't think it's that far off and now what you guys were talking about just before you you had me on was I do think they can make moves like like how he knows what the parameters are going to be within yeah. uh, within a few million here and there it's just a matter of the structure and guaranteed money so he, he knows year by year what you know kind of a general idea what the cap is going to look like after this deal and so I, I think you can still make moves you can't maybe make a couple huge moves, but I think they have a pretty good sense what this contract will look like and this, what the structure is going to be and how much cap room they'll be available. So I think they can, like, I don't think they're totally hamstrung right now as far as waiting for this deal. They can't do anything till this deal's done. They can. They can do some things, can't do everything. Um, but yeah, I would think, oh gosh, I would think in the next, you know, I thought by the combine, but obviously that didn't happen. So, um, sooner the better. I would think in the next couple of weeks we'll hear something.
1: And, Ruben, on the quarterback spot, and some people think I'm crazy, but I'm, I don't think I'm crazy. Nick Foles, would the Eagles entertain bringing him back? They need a backup quarterback. I think he'd be pretty cheap at this point. Would Do you think they should entertain bringing Nick Foles back?
0: No, I, I think that um, – no, I wouldn't. First of all, I'm not sure if he can play anymore, and I love the guy like one of my favorite guys i've ever covered but of course yeah. not sure he can be did you watch him last year
1: <laughs> yeah but he wasn't in green See, yeah, Joe, I that he's that guy's not the same guy but he's not like he was he puts Five on an eagle's ago. uniform and it, like magic happens i mean yeah, it. this is
3: ridiculous
0: it's been a while and you know it's been a while and i wouldn't go that way plus it. Look, Jalen Hurts can handle anything. I think he's one of the most mentally tough people I've ever seen. But it's, you don't want to bring – a guy who's got a statue, you don't want to bring that guy uh, into that dynamic. Yeah. I, I just – I don't think that's fair. Well, how fair. about
1: Carson then? Let him try to create it Yeah, let's
0: bring Carson back. <laughs> there will never be a statue <laughs> of him. You don't have to worry about the dynamic. Hey, Ruben,
1: does Car- what, what happens to Carson? Do you think he is just a backup and willingly does it or, or not? I just don't see him as a backup. Like all the qualities
0: you want in a backup quarterback, he doesn't have any of them. Like you want a guy <laughs> you want a guy who can just come in and manage the game and don't try to do too much and just, you know, make smart plays. Yeah. Uh you want a guy who is a great locker room guy and really supportive of his teammates. Um I, I just don't I, you know, I, mean, I just don't see it. I don't see how he's cut out to be that. Uh, it's hard to imagine him retiring what Was he, 30. But I mean, I it's it's one of the craziest stories I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know who would want him. Nobody's going to pay him as a starter anymore. And I don't think he's cut out to be a – now there's some coaches around the league that know him and, you know, maybe you – know, but he's already – I mean, Frank and Ron, he's already yep. burned those bridges. So um, I don't know what's going to happen to Carson Wentz. There's other leagues out there, right? they still got some of those, like – USFLs and XFLs and that stuff. But it's you know, like a hundred twenty five yeah. million dollars. So he doesn't want to do that. It's unbelievable. So unbelievable. I I would not be surprised at all if he if he does retire. I, I really wouldn't. because I, I don't I don't know how many alternatives there are gonna be.
1: Wild. Would you want him
0: as a backup? He's like everything you don't want in a backup.
1: Yeah, I just wonder Andy Reid if he would take him and just say I'm gonna try to give it a shot. I don't know. It's probably a waste of time, but there is natural talent in there. The problem is the guy's brain doesn't work. So, you know,
3: I, I don't know. Yeah. It's not but That's pro- something that coaches will great coaches, someone like an Andy Reid. Yeah. They absolutely believe that they can with the talent given. The talent base, yeah. he's got it. Carson is so talented. They can tweak just a little bit, re reset that attitude. I- Andy Reid could have a chance. Hey, Ruben, we'll
1: talk to you after the dust settles and all this because it's going to be a fun week. Uh, although I'll tell you this, I think from an Eagles standpoint, it's going to be painful. I think Eagles fans better brace themselves; they're going to lose a lot of really good players.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's going to it's going to be a tough week. I will see you guys Wednesday morning at Gurks. Yes.
1: Love it, love it. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see out there in Horsham on Wednesday. Thanks, Ruben.